This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl van der Merwe, and today in episode 76, we're going to be looking at using technology to alleviate cabin fever. As I'm recording this, we're about one week into our isolation due to the coronavirus. And I realize that cabin fever is possibly setting in in your home and it's probably going to get worse in the next few weeks. So I want to take a look at this topic. But before I get into the nine different ideas I have for you, I just want to talk a little bit about what show sponsor Funder Funder Academy is doing that you might be interested in. The first thing is they have a product called 30 Days Activities. And this is for those of you who either new to homeschooling and your school hasn't provided enough for your child to do, or even those of you who are veteran homeschoolers who just realize you need some supplemental activities, but you don't have time to put them all together. The idea is your child will just log on each day. There'll be five activities they can do. They could choose between them or do them all. They'll be in different subject areas, all supplemental. So this can't replace the basics they need to know, but it will just be fun things that are still educational and they're all done for you and you don't have to worry about it. So there'll be uh, three different versions, one for elementary, one for middle and one for high. So go and check that out. Just costs $10 at the moment. The next thing is, if you have a high schooler, be sure to check out the high school challenge. This is for 8th graders this year because they're almost rising 9th graders through really 11th graders. 12th graders won't get much use out of it. But the idea here is that students work through a number of different assignments or challenges. Each one of them will teach them something that will be useful for them to get into colleges, to win scholarships and to be prepared for college. So essentially a college prep class. This year, because so many students are actually having to do school from home, any student who's working from home, not just the traditional homeschoolers, but even if it's just a temporary homeschooler because of the current situation, they're all welcome to join in. We have a number of sponsors already with great prizes, and everybody who does a certain earns a certain number of points will get at least a small prize. So this is a fun way to get your children uh, doing the things you probably want them to do, uh, also, if you're kind of a little worried about not being sure how to guide them, this will provide guidance and a lot of free stuff. Also, there's a swag bag with the sponsors have given special uh, discounts or freebies. So do check that out too once you sign up. The third thing is Funder Funder Academy is every week probably going to be providing some live tutorials that your child can join in on. Um, you can find all of these on padlet.com slash funderfunder slash live lessons. Again, I will have this link uh, in the show notes. But you can come on there and see when the tutorials are scheduled for and your child can come and join on and participate. Uh, the first one that I plan to give is how to create a story using Scratch. So it will be basically you programming your story. 
and then we hope to have a number of other ones coming in the weeks ahead. Now let's get into the actual topic, how to use technology to alleviate cabin fever. Well, before we actually start looking at some of these, I just want to say in general, I think you do need to start off and work out a schedule for your family in this new time. Whether this is all new to you that you're suddenly having to homeschool or whether you've been a homeschooler in the past, you know this is very different. Homeschoolers, we all know you don't just sit around at home and do school all day, but you're out and about doing sports, uh, community service activities, 4-H, uh, scouts, whatever. You, maybe the kids are working and suddenly all this has come to a grinding halt. I would suggest that you work out some kind of a structure so that your days don't just stretch on forever. This could be very different as well. I would encourage you, in fact, to maybe switch things up a bit because now you don't have to get all your schoolwork done in the morning so that you can go to band and whatever in the afternoon because that doesn't exist. So maybe let the kids sleep in a bit later and maybe do some fun things in the middle of your day. Whatever it is, you could get your kids to sit around together and you could plan how you want to do this. You still need some structure, but you could just loosen up a bit and make it something special. Now, my husband used to travel a lot when I was homeschooling. And when he was gone, it was not great. The kids didn't like it. They missed him. But we would just do things like sometimes eat food in front, eat our supper in front of the TV. Now, we never did that when he was at home. So we would just do something a little different. I would sometimes we'd go out and we'd... Um, we'd go and grab takeout, which also we just about never did when he was when he was around. So we would just do something special and you can do this too. So instead of this being um, a scary time for your kids, it could be a time they look back with fond memories. I would suggest you just plan one week at a time and sort of think through what you want to do. You could use Trello, which I've talked about in previous episodes. You can go back and have a look for that. It's right near the beginning, I think. But you can go and look and see what Trello is and how to use it. But that would be a fun way to actually kind of schedule out your day. And so do a week at a time. You could mix things up. You don't have to have every week look the same. I would suggest that you limit tech in your week. I know I'm doing an episode on how to use technology to alleviate cabin fever. I know. But at the same time, we all have to realize that sitting and staring at our screens for a long time is not good for any of us. And so I would suggest that, yes, use these suggestions I've got. Not all of them are actually looking at your screen. But also you can try and think about how to use it um, in intermittently between other things. So mix it up, you know, do a few things that relate to take and then go outside and run around a bit and, uh, you know, do some more things to do with take and then stop and get everyone to help you prepare the next meal. That kind of thing. So that you're not just doing tick, 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 tick all the time. But here you go. Here are now my suggestions in how you could use technology um, to alleviate your cabin fever. The first thing is exercise. You really do need to exercise. We all need to exercise. We all know that. But as I've been talking to the teens that I know, one was really sad that you couldn't dive anymore. Another was sad that he couldn't go rock climbing anymore. So you need to find things that everybody would like to do at home. There are many YouTube videos um, that you could start to use to do exercise. Of course, there are apps. You could even buy an exercise program. I do a bought exercise program, a dance program that I really enjoy. I just seen one that's been advertised in my Facebook feed that um, dance to uh, musicals that I'm very tempted. It wasn't expensive and I think I might go and actually find it and buy it. 
right now um, the Y has a whole lot of um, so if you go and look at the YMCA you will find that they have a whole lot of free exercise videos that you can do there so find something that your kids will enjoy maybe you have to find a few different things but I think you should have exercise time in your home and you should stop every day and have 15 minutes 30 minutes whatever it is where you exercise together or separately but exercise that is one thing that there's not really any reason why you shouldn't do. The next thing is uh, you might want to spend more time watching TV because, yes, we're all going to be inside a lot more, especially on rainy days. We have a whole week of rain predicted ahead, and so that's going to make it a lot harder even just to get out into your yard. You're going to be saving money on many things at this time. You're not going to be driving around as much. There are uh, a lot of things that you just won't spend money on. So I would suggest that if you don't already get a streaming service like Netflix, Disney+, Plus, um, Hulu or one of those, think about getting something now. You could just have it for the next few months and then cancel it. But this will give you more for your children to watch if you don't use one of those. And then go and look around for what are great things that your family could watch together. Now, one of them that I was just thinking of that probably most families could enjoy together, it's educational and fun, is Churchill's Secret Agents. It's on Netflix. And it basically takes you back into World War II, but it's done as a reality show where people get to see what it was like to be one of Churchill's secret agents. Yes, it's cool. You could also, of course, watch your cooking shows, the British baking show, and then you could try out some of the things that they do. Any of those um, things like that are actually, there's educational value to it as well as just the fun of watching these things. So you're welcome to come and join our Facebook group, Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. And there you will be able to share ideas and come up with what you've been watching that your kids have all enjoyed. The third idea is audiobooks and ebooks. Now, back in episode 67, um, Dr. Monica Burns talked to us about Epic. And Epic does cost, it's not a free service, but it's not expensive and it is a way for you to get books for your children, ebooks, at a very inexpensive price. And right now, when many of the libraries are closed and so you can't access those, this is a great idea. Obviously, you could also, um, through Overdrive, most of the libraries, as I know, are connected to Overdrive. And so you can still take books out through Overdrive, your ebooks free. So take a look at that as another opportunity for you to get books um, for your children. And you can still be reading, even though you have to be reading it on an e-reader. Then you can also look at Storyline online.net and there you have a lot of actors reading kids books so this is great if you want to get off and do some work you can put your kids in front of it yes they're watching a screen but it's books being read and then right now again this probably won't apply if you listen to this in the future but audible is offering their children's books free so at least that is, this is not tech that you're looking at. You can just listen. You could have a time for your kids just to be um, maybe resting on their beds or whatever and listening to books read aloud. The fourth thing which is connected to that is podcasts. Now you're listening to this podcast, so you obviously like podcasts. There are many podcasts for children. 
go and look around a bit, Google post pod podcasts for kids, find ones that look great and do please tell me if your kids are listening to podcasts. I'd love you to come into our group and just share some of those or, or just even email me and let me know because obviously I don't have young kids anymore so I am really wanting to know what the good podcasts are. But this is a time you could have a half an hour every day or second day or once a week, whatever you want, which is podcast hour, where you get time to sit and listen to this podcast and other podcasts to encourage you and your kids get to listen to podcasts too and learn like that. There are so many out there. I'm sure you'll find something that they enjoy. Fifth is gaming. Yes, this is a good time for your kids to be gaming. My youngest daughter texted me about an hour ago and said she's so glad she has the Switch and she has just used some of her birthday money to buy a new, I think she said it was a Pokemon game. But she also found a whole lot of puzzle games like adventure puzzle games, which is going to be good for creative thinking. And she said she found a lot of those for about 99 cents each that she just went and bought. Um, she's a college student now. But she's going to game and she just came home and picked up her Wii so she could game with that too. If you've listened to my episode 68 on homeschool moms can be gamer moms, you will see this is a good time for you to get into gaming and do it with your kids. And then go back and listen to episode 56 where um, my guest there talks about how kids can actually learn history by gaming. So gaming is not just worthless. There are a lot of really great things you can do with gaming. So do check that out. Sixth, I'm sure you have trips cancelled right now. We were supposed to be, uh, right now, we should still have been in Aspen, coming back tomorrow night. Of course, that got cancelled. And uh, my husband just had his trip to Patagonia cancelled. And I'm expect my daughter has her, her um, study abroad cancelled. And I'm expecting our summer vacation to be cancelled. But that doesn't mean you can't travel. Go and listen to episode 71. And there you will hear again, my guest had a whole lot of fantastic ideas on virtual history field trips. And those will keep you going quite a while. You could do a field trip a day and not run out for a while. But then there are a lot of other things right now. Again, if you're listening in the future, this might not apply. But right now, the Berlin Symphony Orchestra is offering free symphonies that you can tune into. So if you Google, you'll find that. I'll try and find a link and put it in the show notes. What's always free, though, is explore.org, which are um, cams, basically, on animals all around in the wild. And so you can sit with your kids and you can watch owls um, in their nests. You can watch just generally a lot of different animals in different places. So you can sort of go on safari without moving anywhere. You could go into Google Street View or Google Earth and wander around and just explore. You could just say to your kids, where shall we go today? And go, let's go, well, let's go to Paris. And just go and walk the streets of Paris, go into Google Street View, and there's an episode on Google Maps as well, which will explain all that if you don't know what I'm talking about. So you can go back and look for that episode. And that could be a really fun thing. You could let every day your a different child pick where you're going to go, and you could spend 10 or 15 minutes exploring together. Right now, Cincinnati Zoo is offering, I'm not sure what time of the day it is. Again, I'm sure you can just Google to find it and I'll find the link for the show notes. But every day they are having a time when they're focusing on a different animal in the zoo. The zoo is closed because of coronavirus, but they are bringing the zoo to everyone, which is really awesome. So you can go and look at that. Number seven, educational quizzes and games. There are many of these, and uh, you can go look at Prodigy for math, uh, 
um, that's free and there's uh, lots of math games. There's some there's games and there's math in, interspersed. And I know from the students that I've spoken to who've been playing with that, that they're enjoying it. I love Sporkle. It's got lots and lots and lots of different types of quizzes. And there's different, it's different topics and it's also different styles. So uh, there really is a lot for everybody and you can find things that, obviously if you've got very young kids, it's not gonna work. But for older kids and teens and adults, what we do is we'll often sort of challenge each other and say, okay, we found one, we share it with everybody and then we say go. And then we see who finishes first and who's done the best. Lizard Point has a lot of, um, uh, different quizzes as well and there are lots of sites like that that you could go through and uh, work find stuff that your kids are learning and just trial it and see how it will go number eight it was only uh, two weeks ago that I had the episode on communications communication tools to use in your homeschool and at the time I didn't realize how much we'd probably be relying on those so that's episode 74 at this time when you can't see people easily face to face, you really do need to be using tools to keep in touch. Obviously, many teens are on Snapchat and they'll be doing that to keep in touch. But there are other things you can do too. And if you go back and listen to that episode, there are many different ideas. Do think about grandparents who you perhaps can't see. My parents are in England. All over 70s have been told that they need to stay isolated in self-quarantined for four months at least they are, can go nowhere and nobody can really come to them all the family lives in south africa and the usa so they really are stuck inside but i spoke to my dad yesterday i just facetimed him and he said they were worried they'd be lonely and they said they just keep hearing from us that there's somebody that calls in almost every single day. So obviously FaceTime is an easy one to do, Skype, but if you're wanting some more interesting ways of doing things, go and check out that episode. There's some cool tools that you can use so that you could even have um, a big family get together online, which could be super cool. I did it by the way yesterday. I used Zoom, the one tool I talk about there, and I got our Science Olympiad team uh, together was it yesterday or the day before and we all got together and we just hung out and chatted and we had 18 of us on at the same time and it was awesome and number nine you can and this is what I'm probably using tech for most you can buy stuff online that you can use offline just the the ability for us to actually go and shop and get things that we can use with our kids is fantastic and uh, I know that both my daughter, my youngest daughter and I have been buying jigsaw puzzles. That's something cool to do. Go buy some more board games. As I said, even if you're on a tight budget, you probably realize that these things that you're not spending money on at the moment. So splurge a bit and get yourself a new board game. Um, something that you know, you'll enjoy together. Or maybe another jigsaw puzzle. Teachers Pay Teachers has lots of printable games you can get there. You also will find a lot of homeschool bloggers who are giving away free games and downloadable games. So look at that, just ones you can print off. But just to help you, again, Show Sponsor Funder Fund Academy would like to offer you a coupon code CORONA, C-O-R-O-N-A. 
you use that on fundafundacademy.com and you can get $3 off of anything. It's just one use, expires on 31st of May 2020, but you can get anything. And we do have a number of downloadable printable games that are just 99 cents each. So there are things you can go get for $3. You don't have to um, actually spend any money out of pocket. Um, and so we do have fun sort of uh, downloadable educational games that you can play with your family and so go and check those out well i hope this episode was useful if it was please share it because right now this podcast is not just applicable to homeschoolers but to everybody who's sitting with kids at home which is a lot of people and i know many parents are having to work from home and so do share this so that they have some more resources to use for their children so that we can all help each other to get through this time if there's anything i can do to help you please reach out um, you can email me at meryl at mediaangels.com or contact me um, through the facebook group uh, or you could just even leave a comment on the show notes if there's anything particular i can help you do find resources for online I would love to do that and I do want to try and uh, offer, as I said, some live interaction for your kids. So do go and look at that Padlet board and see what I and my fellow teachers at Funder Fund Academy will be offering. So that's it from me this week. See you again, same time next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.